0: A massive fire north of Christchurch was sparked by a firework being let off. The blaze burned through 160 hectares of pine forest and scrub along a five kilometre stretch of beach from Pegasus to Wood End. Police are speaking to two young people and one has been referred to youth aid. 130 people were evacuated from a beach holiday park as the fire threatened last night, gathering up what they could and leaving in the dark to spend the night away from the path of the fire. Just as we come to air tonight, residents are beginning to return to their homes. Nebuchadnezzar reports.
1: It was a sleepless night for Jane Healy as the flames roared just over a kilometre away from the house she's looking after in Pegasus. then seen it, semi-panicked ran because
2: I'm house-sitting and rang them like what you want me to grab, grabbed all the documents chucked it all in the car and then well, ran ran down the road to come and see exactly where it is. I'm like okay it's on the other side of the pines and just kept an eye on it all night.
1: Miss Healy says she couldn't believe her eyes when she saw the
2: blaze. Something from a movie, it was very unreal. You could see trees were going up, big massive pine trees, yeah it was just surreal, really.
1: Annette was evacuated from her caravan home in Woodend Beach Holiday Park just after 10 o'clock last night. It took her a moment to realise what she was looking at. I'm sitting out waiting for the night to come in because I like to sleep outside a bit. You know, and I thought, oh, now I've got cloud. What's that cloud? Oh, that smoke from the forest fire. Fire and emergency say the fire came as close as 100 metres away from the camp. Today a fireman escorted Annette home to briefly pick up medication forgotten in the evacuation panic. It seems quite good, but I'm not a fire person. No, I would have absconded. If I hadn't had to come back, I thought, I'll stay here now. But, you know, that's really rebellious for old ladies. Incident controller Dave Berry says the fight is far from over.
2: During the night, we're going to be monitoring with uh, three appliances and we'll also do special monitoring around the area of the motor camp. At the moment, we've still got our four helicopters, two fixed wings and crews on the ground, and we're going to concentrate a large effort of the helicopters around the motor camp this afternoon.
1: He says residents need to be prepared in case another evacuation is required. Why Waimakariri District Mayor Dan Gordon says the community is greatly appreciative of all the hard work being done by fire and emergency and volunteers. He says their stellar efforts have brought people peace of mind.
2: A lot of relief for people that they'll be able to return to their homes but there's still the warnings in place and there are things that we really do need people to abide by so that they keep safe and secure. But at the moment it's looking really good and uh, I know that they'll be relieved to get back home.
1: For now, evacuated locals were looking forward to sleeping in their own beds and are hoping tonight won't bring another late-night wake-up call.
0: And joining us now with the latest is Fire and Emergency New Zealand Incident Controller Dave Berry. Kia ora, Dave. So people are heading home, you're comfortable with that but they've been given a bit of a warning I understand?
2: Yep, so I've just watched them head back now and through to the motor camp, and um, yeah, we have advised them that, you know, if things did change or anything like that, that they um be prepared to to leave at um, short notice. Um, We're pretty confident that um, we've got it all pretty covered around here.
0: What's your big concern? Is it this, I heard in the weather forecast, northwest gales?
2: Yeah, so no, we've had a change of um, wind direction too, and that's also put smoke across to um, different parts of the the area now, so I'm getting a few phone calls through that. But um, no, we're, I'm quite happy with what's been happening at the moment. So tell oh,
0: us I've got a lock on a- tell us what you've had to throw at it, Dave, and, and what you're doing right now.
2: OK, so we've had four helicopters and one platform helicopter and two fixed-wing aircraft and we've had multiple crews on the ground. We've uh, managed to maintain it due through the aerial operations and we've got our ground crews Doing the perimeter looking to have you
0: have you been cutting fire breaks
2: uh, we cut one fire break early last night uh, last night um, and uh, it's been it's worked well
0: can you give us a bit of an idea of the scale and scope of this because it's huge isn't it uh, it's about
2: 133 hectares um, it's quite narrow, it's 5.5km long and probably about 200 metres wide and it's just gone right down through the coastline.
0: And does that terrain provide you with any particular challenges?
2: Yeah, that's why we've done operations with uh, air rather than putting the people in on the ground because it is a bit um, ugly there and you've um, got the risk of trees and everything there that have been doing, falling down.
0: Yeah, so ugly in what sense specifically, Dave? You, you think that the firefighters um, would be at risk in the, in the forested areas?
2: Yeah, and, and, and unstable um, terrain and everything like that through the same hills and everything.
0: So, as we understand it, fireworks, right? Need we say more? What do you reckon, no. Dave?
2: <laughs> no, I'm a strong advocate for having uh, displays of fireworks, and that's about all.
0: You must just... I don't know, shrug your shoulders when you hear that, yeah. that that's the cause. What was your reaction?
2: Yeah, a bit and, um, but bit gutted and, yeah, and I mean, it's a lot of time of people, of volunteers and everything, that have, um, you know, come out and fighting the fire today and also their employers that are giving up their time. So, um, yeah, so we're grateful to those people, of course.
0: For something that didn't have to happen. Yeah. Hey, what happens overnight?
2: So we've got about uh, three crews monitoring the whole situation through the night and um, reassurance for the uh, motor camp also, so um, they'll be monitoring that and we'll be back here at 0600 tomorrow and we'll probably have um, a lot of ground crews and helicopter in use tomorrow.
0: So, So there's going to be a few more days in this for you, Dave?
2: Yep, definitely.
0: Well, in saying that, Guy Fawkes this weekend, eh, so what's your message?
2: Uh, please be careful. Common sense and if it's windy, don't light them and if you are going to light fireworks, keep them in a green area and have some water on standby.
0: Yeah. Would you prefer that they weren't lighting them, to be honest? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hey, really appreciate it, Dave. Thank you very much. And for the team's hard work, that's Dave Berry, who's the Fire and Emergency New Zealand incident controller there at that blaze. Uh, People are being allowed back to their homes warning, though, they might have to go again at short notice.